in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Here I am. It is Juan on this election day. Look at that sunshine, folks. It is a beautiful day. It is election day. You're tuned to the John DePietro Show right now. It is 12.06 on this Tuesday, November 8th, election day. Juan has not voted yet. I'll be voting after the program. And then we have a late night. I'm going to be doing Facebook Live in and out. We're going to be out on the scene and then probably returning to home base to bring you the coverage. Unparalleled, unparalleled coverage during these times. I want to just bring you the latest folks and we're going to give you, that's what we're going to try to do. There is a scam that's happening right now. Surprise, surprise. From what we understand, Governor McKee, this is the latest I'm getting very, very nervous. The McKee camp, the governor is uh, agitated, very, very nervous with how low voter turnout is. And I also heard <coughs> Seth, um, Seth Magaziner's campaign, Sheldon Whitehouse, finally showed up to campaign with Magaziner in Coventry. And from what I understand, a voter was there said they're totally going through the motions. That they feel that Fung just has a small five or six point lead that Magazine has been unable to penetrate. So, but I want to give you some, uh, Ted Nisi, who's just terrific from WPRI, voter turnout, rough comparison. This is happening in real time versus 2022. Uh, election day turnout as of 12 o'clock in 2018, 166,000. In 2022, 96,000. Folks, I want to remind you, you may not realize, low turnout is good for people like Ashley Kalis, Alan Fung, Aaron um, Gukian, Pat Cordalesa. Low turnout. What does that tell you? Dan McKee is not exciting the base. Governor McKee is the least popular governor. This is what it would have been like if Chafee had run for re-election, except without all the union endorsements. Let's see. Um, total turnout. Election day turnout. Total turnout as of 12 o'clock. 2018, 192,000. 2022, 198,000. Total turnout. Oh, okay. Election day turnout versus total turnout. So 2018 equals final mail ballot total. So maybe that's not as dramatic as one initially had the total turnout. They're still going behind. Still still going behind. So, folks, we are... Is that you, JR? Did you mean to call me by accident? I think he called me by accident. All right. All right. We're going to um, hear exactly, but I am... Now, these numbers, I want to... Yeah, there are a lot of leaf blowers out there. All right, so election day turnout, total turnout. God, a lot of people did vote. Oh, I see. I see how they did that. All this early voting and the mail ballots, it's so ridiculous. Um, You can put, those watching on Facebook Live, you can put your comments if you've already voted. Folks, it's not big lines out there. This whole business of, I, as I've said, I am against all this early voting. I think it's uh, totally unnecessary by virtue of the fact that now it's election day and like the polls, people are going in and out like it's a primary day. So at 1210, 
if you learn of any type of uh, something seems suspicious, someone did send me some messages of people that were showing up at the polls in Winsocket and they have a Winsocket address, but someone drove them from Providence. So very, very unusual activity a little bit. Uh, and then it, it is not your imagination. So, folks, the Department of Justice, they're in Pawtucket monitoring the McKee operation in Pawtucket. I, I think I'm the only one that posted about that on DePetro.com. You can see the story, and it's it's very, very unusual and odd. So we'll have to try to get an idea of exactly how many people. Now, the question is, is this going to mirror the 2018 turnout? It certainly is not going to match 2006, but you can see it right on DePetro.com where Pawtucket's being monitored by the feds for election fraud. And it shouldn't come of any surprise, folks. You see right on DePetro.com, Governor McKee helping that woman on how to fill out her ballot. I mean, that is and, and I want to just correct these people that say, oh, yeah, no, that no, that that is not accurate. I By the way, I can't stand people that do that. When something happens that has never happened before, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's always been good." No, that that that's not accurate. That has not always been going on. And I want to—I'm going to give you an example right now of something that's never happened before. And I will have this up on the website, depetro.com. But it goes to Nellie Gorbea, Secretary of State. She posted. Now I did put this on Facebook, but listen to this. Today's election day. Grab your photo ID. Oh, shut up, and find your polling place. If you still have your mail ballot. Listen to that. If you still have your mail ballot, drop it off at the State Board of Elections, your polling place, or any secure drop box by 8 o'clock. Now, <coughs> I just want to correct, apologize, folks. Those that, you know, someone actually put a comment. Oh, yeah, no, no that, that's, that totally is new. Unprecedented. That's never happened before. That is wrong. That is the scam. People are going into the polling place. Harry Smith, Harry Smith, he goes and votes. But then they vote. So then after Harry Smith votes, he then drops his mail ballot in. And there's no mechanism or safeguards to try to prevent that. So that needs to be looked into. People are finding ways to vote more than once. And I thought Donna Perry, folks, if you missed our 11 o'clock, Donna Perry was excellent talking about, you know, it's so insulting when if you challenge a vote total, well, well you're an election denier. <clears throat> I mean, for, the cavemen would try to cheat with voting, right? And that was just a chalk mark on the wall. Cheating in elections. I mean, it goes back to the beginning of like the first election, for crying out loud. But they act like, gee, what would be the incentive for someone to try to cheat in an election? There's a lot of cheating going on. And as I have talked about, that's why I'm voting for Pat Cordalesa. To end the cheating. This is ridiculous. And this Nelly Gobea, folks, I just want to want you to understand this. If you have a mail ballot and then you're going inside the polling place to drop it off, that was supposed to be reserved. Mail ballots were supposed to be reserved for someone that was maybe you even had to get a note from your doctor. You're going to have surgery or you're going to be out of town or maybe a shut in or someone that is for whatever, for whatever reason you couldn't you weren't going to be around to make it to the polls. What is the point? Of having these stupid mail ballots, they should be like, no, no, no. Then, then you're going in and you're gonna, you're there to vote. <laughs> I mean, it's comical. Imagine someone showing up on your wedding day, giving you a gift. Oh no, no, I, I'm gonna be out of town. I can't attend the wedding. Well, you're here now. 
<clears throat> why don't you just, instead of dropping off the stupid mail ballot, well, you're here. So instead, vote. The mail ballot was supposed to be for people who were not going to be. See how, like, this, this is insanity. What do you mean they're dropping off their mail ballot? So you are here. So you didn't make it to the polls. So you do have time. Well, then you don't need the blank and mail ballot. Crazy. Ah, but that is a scam. I'm already hearing it. So they vote twice. Folks, this is it. it oh, I, I guess that makes me an election denier. No, no, no. It, it doesn't make me an election denier. I mean, I'm from the ocean state. As even Buddy Sands used to say, we put the R in corruption. I mean, of course, something like that is going on. Folks, this portion of the program and this election day, well, if you want to feel more confident, control of your financial life, Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short, long-term goals. Plus, you track your investments, financial solutions with digital tools, regular meetings. Now, listen, I know it's election day, but make a point. Free consultation, Ameriprise Platinum Financial Service Advisor, Tom Bryan. He's Tommy. Bryan and Associates, 401 Four three four fifteen ten. I call them the Belichick of financial advisors. Folks, you need a plan. You think Belichick shows up at the stadium like, so who are we playing today? What do you think? What, what do you think? You know, he's not drawing plays in the dirt like when you were, uh, you know, playing pickup football. Tom Bryan is a Belichick type. <clears throat> he's got the, the plan. The Brian plan is sound. Call for the free consultation. Office is located at 400 Massoyed Avenue, East Providence, 401-434-1510. Methodical. Resilient. 401-434-1510. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, you're going to feel more confident control. I am offering you a free consultation. Tom Bryan. Ameriprise Platinum Financial Services, 401-434-1510. For crying out loud, it's a free consultation. At least meet him, see what he has to offer. Then, no obligation, then you make the decision. 434-1510. Well, folks, visit the website, dipetro.com, which is just flying right now. Uh, incredible amount of traffic since breaking the stories. That, that, is, that is election interference. That is election interference. Some other reporters from other states have been saying, I can't believe what's going on in Rhode Island. Um, as I've said, in, in Rhode Island, I think some members of the media are afraid to call attention to the fact. You know, you have a sitting governor standing there over someone, these elderly people, instructing them how to fill out their ballot. How is that not election interference? How is that not democracy on the ballot? But visit the website, dipetro.com. Folks, brought to you by AtomicKickboxing.com. I'll tell you, Jake Burke is the real deal. And there's a link on the website, dipetro.com. Jake, it's Burke's Martial Arts. Kickboxing, self... Excuse me. God bless you, Juan. Self-defense, fitness, martial arts. You want to protect yourself with all this defund the police talk within all the Democrat cities and towns. Folks, contact for whether it's kickboxing, 
atomic kickboxing or Burke's martial arts, self-defense, fitness, and martial arts. Go to the website, topedro.com. There's a link right to our guy, Jake. This is like training with a, a special forces individual. This guy could be a Navy SEAL if he wanted to be. 401 300 but there's a link, 880 Eddy Street in Providence. So that is, folks, again, good afternoon right now at 1218. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I will tell you that um, I don't know. It's so difficult with mail ballots. <clears throat> I don't, as I've said, I don't like them. If someone was going to, and I'll tell you what I don't like about the mail ballots. First of all, you have to recognize that there is, as Justin Katz has pointed out, and I really enjoy our segment on Monday's politics this week, Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com. If people would just look at, there's incentive to cheat in an election. There's incentive for these people to commit voter fraud because it's about power. It's about jobs. Uh, I I mean, to try to ignore that there's actually something to be gained and and power from that is is just ludicrous. Like, we're supposed to believe everything's on the up and up. And I'll tell you right now, at 1219 on this election day, no no one believes that. Now, Ashley Kalis last night, spontaneous standing ovation at the URI game. Uh, Aaron Gukian, barnstorming the state. Do you really want to vote and have Sabina Matos as the lieutenant governor for if McKee wins? And we don't know that. It's going to be, I believe it's going to be closer than people think. As I said last hour on the radio, those three independents, you know, they, they take away. They do take away. I don't know what these people that are on the ballot to get 1% or 2%. One of them, I, I understand, it's the URI kid. He's a freshman at URI. He's like, yeah, I'll run. Like, whatever. His fa- he was away. His family and friends got him the signatures. He's getting extra credit for a class. I mean, that's someone. Okay, so he's going to get whatever he's going to get. The other two, it, it's if you're running for an office and you're only getting, like, under five, you're, you're, then you the wrong office that Louis Daniel Monez, right? The fake doctor that ran in the Democrat primary. There's, there's something off with the guy. He ran for governor in 2018 and got 1% of the vote. So what does he do? He turns around and runs again, this time as a Democrat. And what did he get in the primary? 2% of the vote. I mean, like, what, what are you doing? The only reason to run is to win, really. Uh, these people that are just running to get one or two percent of the vote, they, to me, they're equivalent of the people that stand. You know, if you ever watch morning television, say show, Good Morning America, whatever, and today's show is a big one. But then they, when the camera goes outside, they wait and they're like, hey, look, that was, see that guy in the red jacket? I was two behind him. See that? Uh, that's my hand. I was waving on national television. I mean, that's, aside from that, I don't get it. I don't know what's going to happen with Ashley Kalis. Ashley Kalis, she has earned my vote. I told her that last night. She has rejuvenated the party. I believe that Ashley Kalis, the reasons to vote for her, if there's someone that's still undecided, Governor McKee is completely, firmly owned 
by the special interest. Governor McKee has $1 billion in IOUs out there that we have to pay. He's made the promises. He wants you to pay for them. So if Ashley Kalis became governor, the Newport Bridge would not fall down. If Ashley Kalis became the governor, the sun would still rise in the morning. It would still set at night. Right, the, the traffic would still flow on 95. If Ashley Kalis became the governor, at the very least, there'd be no truck tolls. Wouldn't be handing out all this money to all these private, yeah, here's some tax pay. First of all, we're overtaxed. <laughs> we don't get any money back. You know, Governor McKee, he, when he talks about having $2 billion to spend, that's our blanking money. Any normal, reasonable individual would have handed the money back to the people who it belongs to, but not this guy. Nope, not the governor and all the card playing and everything. <clears throat> Folks, I'll tell you another thing that has not been, and I'm so glad that Justin Katz has great perspective. We talked to him every Monday, Politics This Week, Managing Editor, AnchorRising.com. As much as Governor McKee, was trying to point to, you know, the Attorney General, Peter Narona, said in an interview with Dan Pork that it was unfair, blah, blah, blah. What no one took the time other than myself and Justin to point out is how come no one said, let me get this straight. Sitting Attorney General Peter Narona, the interview they're talking about is one comment he made to Pork Boy, who's working on the McKee campaign. Like, how aren't more people, first of all, you know, I, I don't know if Attorney General Peter Narona knew or knows that Pork Boy is, you know, Dan York has is, is been working on the McKee campaign. But that's the context it should have been. In that Boston Globe podcast that McKee just went off the rails and kept pointing to that, yo, he told, you know, did. I, I just wish, and I'm not telling Ed Fitzpatrick of the Globe what to do, but I wish he had said, so let me get this straight. He said that to one of your campaign workers, and we're supposed to, like, it, it's ridiculous that a McKee campaign worker was actually doing an interview with the Attorney General about the FBI. But I, I don't think Attorney General Peter Arona, and next time I see him, I'll ask him, I, I, don't, I don't think he knew the fact of what a conflict that was. Because Peter, who's pretty sharp, the Attorney General, easily could have said, you know, I I know you're working on the campaign, so I feel a little odd having a conversation with someone who's working in the McKee campaign. The, the fact that <clears throat> York is working on the McKee campaign, and, and, and Dan McKee knows that, and he knows that, and even obviously the station knows it, and it's unprecedented. That's never happened before. That's never happened before. Um, and and why it was allowed? It's election day. It's been allowed. But but I think that just shows great insight to how Governor McKee he views the media should be on his side, literally working for him. Because when you're working for the campaign, he no longer is working. For WPRO. He's not working for WPRO. He's working for McKee. So you can't, you know, as they say in the Bible, but you can't serve two masters. That's 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 a, in, in, that that's just an unbelievable conflict of interest. That's ultimately who he's really working for. 
they may be paying him, but that's who he's working for. Why it was allowed, you'd have to ask them. And I know they would just say, well, you know, we offered Ashley if she wants equal time. That's preposterous in its nature. Shouldn't have been allowed. I don't know how that came about. But here we are now at 1226. I'm going to talk about the CD2 race. Folks, it's, there's people that if you're tired of the corruption, if you're tired of the insider deals, I'm telling you, we haven't seen anyone like this. In the McKee. We haven't seen anyone like a Dan McKee. Not, not like this to this extent. I mean, they own him. They own him. I think he started out. I think he started out. Governor McKee, when he was the mayor, he started those, quote, mayoral academies. They wouldn't call them charter schools. But he started them in the Blackstone Valley. And then he was lieutenant governor. And I know a lot of small business people that were on board with him. But boy, he couldn't take some of the polling numbers. He couldn't see that it was not popular. He could see that he had a primary. He got nervous and he went all in with the unions and the Teamsters and the laborers and organized labor and gave them a blank check. Fill in the amount, whatever you need. Just try to get me over the, the hump. And I'm sure in his mind, he's like, I'll figure it out when I get there. I can't figure out anything if I'm not there. They feared Helena folks. Folks, I want to remind people right now at 1227, Helena folks beat Dan McKee on election on primary day. She beat him on primary day. More people went to the polls, voted in the Democrat primary and voted for Helena folks. But he won on mail ballots, 3000 votes. That's not the way the system should work. That's not the way it was never intended this way. This is ridiculous. Nellie Gorbea plays it fast and loose with the truth, period. This portion of our show, folks, is brought by Matthews Oil Company. Now, it's definitely cooled off a little bit. Call Matthews Oil Company today. Free consultation, 401-942-7500. For your home, for your business, residential, commercial, Matthews Oil Company. 401-942-7500. Four generations Premier dealer, Rhode Island, highest quality heating fuels, celebrating 90 years in service. And you get a $50 credit when you mention one after dark. At least call for more information. Matthews Oil, reliable, affordable service for you and your family. 401-942-7500. 401-942-7500. Four generations, trusted fuel oil delivery. Matthews Oil Company, based in Cranston, 401-942-7500. Alan Fung, Cranston Mayor Alan Fung is leading in the polls. Cranston Mayor Alan Fung has run a race that reflects him, who he is. Not everyone runs a race like that. Seth Magaziner has run a race that was dictated to him by his consultants. He is entitled He has absolutely lied on the campaign trail. You know, I don't often root against people, right? Like, I I don't have the lieutenant governor race. I don't, don't like, have it out for Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor, who was appointed. I don't. Um, She's very nice, pleasant individual to chat with. I just think Aaron Gukian, who I'm voting for, I just think he has more experience. I think he's better suited for that role. I don't hate Dan McKee. 
Dan McKee has been a huge disappointment to the taxpayers and the people around how quickly he folded shop and went in with the special interests and all these sleazy deals. I don't I don't hate the guy. I don't. If I saw him and I may have if he wins, I'll have to still deal with him. But but Seth Magaziner, I've just never seen such a disingenuous individual. I, I, I really don't like him. And for several reasons. Number one, he's just a, a, an entitled liar. He is. And I know his family has money. And I know, can you imagine you run for office? His parents gave him $800,000 to run for treasurer. But it's not even that. I'll tell you what it comes down to. The lies that he does with Social Security... And those those women that I was interviewing last week, they were, you know, like parroting exactly the things. Oh, yeah. Right. Those women uh, out in front of the state. Oh, yeah. They're going to take away our Social Security. The whole thing, like complete, absolute lies. You're, you're playing on people's fears and the, the lies is if, yeah, Alan Fung is going to take away people's Social Security. I mean, it's it's ludicrous on its on its head. It, it is ridiculous. To, to even put that, and, and, and Magaziner has no bones about it. Magaziner reminds me, see, he doesn't live in the second district, so he really doesn't care. He will say and do anything. But what I really found offensive, and this is Seth Magaziner now, <clears throat> like I'm happy to vote against him. I'm voting for Mayor Funk, who I think will be very good in Congress, and I'll feel I have representation. Langevin is just useless there's no one more useless than Jim Langevin, other than some of the people that work for him or have worked for him. <clears throat> but Magaziner, I, I, I will be happy to watch him lose. I, I'll be very upset if he wins. He could win. He could still win. Hey, you can't count them out, right? This Lees, they're out today. They've been out for a while trying to scheme away to sneak in mail ballots. Right now, there's more mail ballots in North Kingstown, Warwick, Cranston, much more than in Providence. So that's something to be alerted to. Something could be up with that. Remember, Magaziner and his crew, they don't care how they win. They just want to win. But I just don't think we haven't seen such a disingenuous individual. But he doesn't live in the second district. He feels entitled. So he's content to lie and do whatever, whatever they write for him. He'll just say, right? I've seen instances where a candidate will say, you know, I don't feel comfortable saying the following. That is not Magaziner. But what I found the most offensive was on that debate stage, Seth Magaziner, the general treasurer, who's running for Congress. What I found was the, the, the atrocious nature in which he smeared and labeled Rhode Island pro-life and described them as despicable, dangerous extremists. And as I've told you folks, that started, the Rhode Island pro-life movement started actually in Edgewood. And it started in the parish where I grew up, St. Paul's Church. A group of women that initially started, the organization was called Catholics for Life. And it was a pro-life group. And then it grew into pro-life and then Rhode Island pro-life. To describe those individuals Seth Magaziner now, as they are violent, dangerous extremists, is, is so insulting and appalling. That guy, he, he just doesn't care. But it's, he is a parrot. 
He will say whatever they tell him to say. Like, what a disgraceful, disgusting thing to say about an organization that's started by people that have families that are following their religion. Mainly, it started with a lot of, I mean, it was Catholics for life, Roman Catholics. It was started by women. What a disgraceful way to describe those women who I've had on the show. As I've said in the past, my mom, my mother, who has passed away, Jenny DePietro, was one of those members who she volunteered Rhode Island pro-life into her 80s until she passed away at age 90. How dare he? So, so cavalier. Oh, yeah. The people at Rhode Island pro-life. My mother used to hold meetings in the house. You know, they were, and, and this would be, you know, they were mostly, mostly women, but there were men, elderly. Uh, the priests would come over to describe them as radical, dangerous extremists. He is, Seth Magaziner is just, he's just one of the biggest empty suit jerks we've, we've ever encountered. I mean, we've had bad people on the ballot before. But I, I can't wait to bump into that clown at some point. Please, God, please, God, I pray that he be defeated. And no bones about it. And it's also reflective. You know, there was no one in the media going after him on that. I was the lone voice on that. How despicable and disgraceful he is, right? I mean, he is the ultimate, born on third base, thought he hit a triple. Hey, congratulations. Your father's obviously a brilliant guy. Ira Magazine made a lot of money. They live in Bristol and so forth. He was on that Jeffrey Epstein plane and friends with Bill Clinton, the whole thing. But just like how that's something you say when you don't know the locals, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know how it started. You don't care who you insult. You know, when there was all the union honchos in the front row cheering them on at that URI debate. Seth Magazine, I, I can't even imagine voting for someone. I, I just can't. I can't even imagine. And when I I have seen some of his signs and I, I view those people that have those signs in a different way. I do. I view them in a different way. He is just one of the most, if not the most, disingenuous, empty suit phonies. Hey, and I get that he is, he's got money. He went to Family Connections, went to Yale. I'm not even saying the guy did a lousy job as treasurer. <clears throat> but what, what an absolute no-class, empty suit creep that he is. He just, I can't wait to run into him someday. And I don't mean that in a threatening way. I don't. But I just want to see him eye to eye. Like, what a disgraceful way to describe people who you disagree with. And he thinks that's who we should send to Congress. The other thing that Seth Magazine has completely lied about. Folks, right now it's 1237. 1237 on this election day. And we will be on. I'm going to be doing Facebook Live in and out when we get updates when it's important. But make no mistake about it. I, I don't think people realize what's about to happen over the next 24 hours. Biden is a failure. He should not be the president. The Democrat policies are failures. They want to try to convince people crime's not a problem. Crime's a problem. Inflation's not a problem. Inflation's a problem. It is. The economy's not a problem. The economy is a problem. Notice Gina Raimondo has gone to the witness protection program when she was initially out there trying to say, oh, no, the, the economy. No, yeah, the economy's fine. How much are eggs? How much is gas? 
How much is it when you go to the grocery store? And what do they say the important things are? Climate change. Democracies. Can you imagine democracies on the ballot? I mean, they are lost. They are so lost. A lot of Republicans are not taking part in the polls. So when people say this is going to be a close race, they don't even get it in the media. You know, in the morning, I do flip around on morning television. I do. I like to see a little bit of everyone. I'll flip to the Today Show, see some of that. And thanks to YouTube TV, I'll flip to Good Morning America. I will watch Fox and Friends, Kate DiPietro works. And then I do. I flip on Morning Joe. Morning Joe this morning. Talk about panic. Morning Joe on MSNBC. Panic, finger pointing, blaming that Katie Hobbs, who's running for governor of Arizona, who wouldn't debate her opponent. Carrie Lake is going to win governor of Arizona. And she should. She's a fantastic candidate. Um, you know, gee, the Rhode Island is if here's the thing. And, and I think it should have been brought out more in Rhode Island. Tierra Mac, Tierra Mac. Yeah, that's right. Twenty two dollars for 12 rolls of paper towels at Walmart. Twenty two bucks. <clears throat> Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's the Democrat Party. Okay, thank you for that. Yes, voter turnout. Um, hmm. May I pay in pesos? Would it be cheaper? Says Miguel. Kate DiPietro, first time voting in New York City. All they did was confirm name and address. No ID needed. Wow, that is wrong. Kate DiPietro writing, uh, voting in her first election. She's voting for, I'll tell you, that. I think the Republican is going to win in New York for governor. Folks, the, 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 uh, if, if you're, you, you really need to check yourself. If you're like, oh, but Democrat. I mean, we know it's the, hey, Ashley, that whole crowd, right? But. Dan McKee is the party of Tierra Mac. Dan McKee is the party of the twerking senator. I also think Joe Policina, the mayor of Johnston, and Charlie Lombardi, the mayor of North Providence, you're the party of the twerking senator. I like both of those guys. I know both of those guys. I respect both of those guys. You're the party of the twerking senator. That's the party you're with. Listen, there's no way on this earth that I would be the same member of the socialist Democrats defund the police, disgraceful progressives that are out there. No way, no how. They say, they tell me they hate me. I hate you twice as much as you hate me. No way. I can't. I would never, never. No, you're the same Party is with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, exactly right. She's a fighter. She's going to have a good committee position. We were in uh, D.C. with Marjorie Taylor Greene back in September. Yes, yes, same party as a matter of fact. Yes, I was. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, yes, I was. Hey, you need balance in the party. I don't agree with everything she says. She's law-abiding. She supports the police. She wants a good economy. 
Yeah. I support her. Yes. She's not in favor of uh, like the Democrat Party and the Tara Max of the world and the progressive collaborative Jennifer Rourke's of the world and some in the James Dioses of the world that say if, uh, if an eight that you should be teaching transgender to an eight year old and you should be telling a 12 year old that they should start taking puberty blockers. I mean, the, the Democrat Party, I, I can't wait to watch it crash tonight and watch the finger pointing begin. It, they are an embarrassment. Cicilline, Langevin, they, they're not, they're embarrassments to the, they are. Good. I hope they get shellacked like you can't imagine. Good. I'll be cheering it on. This is a people's election. Education be the parents involved. The Democrat Party is with the teachers unions. What do the teachers unions say? White supremacy should be taught. Critical race theory should be taught. Litter boxes in the schools. Transgender talk, gender talk, really important. If a seven-year-old girl likes to hang around with the seven-year-old girls, maybe she's a boy. They're never too young to start talking about that. You know, telling them a nine-year-old, you may want to change your name. Yeah, I think you'd be happier as a boy. I mean, they're, they're disgraceful what they are doing and fully embedded. And Dan McKee, I was so proud to get the endorsement from the teachers union. We're going to increase gender uh, reassignment discussions. You know, Governor McKee prom- uh, promising that there'll be a litter box in every public school in Rhode Island if I'm given a, a, a litter box in a school. That is a broken political party. When you are encouraging children to pretend they're another species, you are enabling this insane behavior. <clears throat> Governor McKee. Yeah, thanks a lot, by the way. Going to be opening the injection centers in Rhode Island. Yeah. Even the heroin addicts say, you know, if anything, it just encourages us to shoot up more. But we'll test your stuff. We'll help you do it. You know, Governor McKee, the same way they're showing the elderly, here's how you vote. In Rhode Island, no, no, you, you can function with a heroin problem. Yeah, because that's healthy. I mean, they, they are so broken. Two billion dollars they had. How much did you get back? Zero. How much did I get back? Zero. All he did was give it out to all the state workers and all the union members to try to buy their votes. Two billion dollars. What a disgrace. Never occurred to him. Maybe return the money. In, in, in McKees, Rhode Island, if you're walk, working the register and, you know, you say it cost nine dollars and someone mistakenly gives you a 20 instead of a 10, you keep it. Oh, you don't return it. No, 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 no. We keep it. We don't return any of the money. There's no change. There's no change in McKees, Rhode Island, right? Possessions, nine-tenths of the law. No, you, we got your tax money. You're not getting it back. We're going to use it as political bribes. We're going to appeal the tolls. Have you ever heard anything more pathetic than that? Rip those stupid tolls down. You already lost in court. My God, what a puppet. He should get an MRI to see if he actually has a spine and a backbone. Because I, I, I don't see it. 
I don't see it at all. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, remember, if you have an emergency, AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, right in the Atwood Medical Center, or 5750 Post Road East at Med Urgent Care. They're open seven days a week. Comprehensive outpatient health care, specialized in ambulatory medicine, cost-efficient health care alternative. There was an article in the Boston Globe that the wait time in emergency rooms are back up six, seven hours. Folks at AtMed Urgent Care, they'll see you in less than an hour. That's where I've gone. That's where I would go. AtMed Urgent Care. Walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, um, full laboratory services, adult vaccinations, and mononuclear antibody infusions for those with COVID. Folks, when it's an emergency, you want to go to AtMed Urgent Care. Seven days a week, their doctors and nurses, they'll see you immediately at Med Urgent Care. Well, folks, at 1246, good afternoon. On this election day, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We will be doing Facebook Live election night coverage later on Facebook. We're going to be going live from different spots. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. So I want to check just some of the latest headlines. Dems scramble to stop red wave. I think it's too late. Turbulent campaign campaign season comes to a close. I'm not convinced of that. I think this is going to continue all week. I like the predictions right now. Republicans gets 51 in the Senate. Hmm. No boom, no bust economy, dogs Biden. Voting system firms battle right-wing rage against machines. Already not working correctly, Maricopa County. How about that? TV bracing for chaos. DeSantis says Justice Department can't send, cannot send monitors. Election workers brace for threats. I know where you sleep. Arizona, big referendum on MAGA. And then, of course, we know what's going to happen next Tuesday. Um, The Don running for president to announce in one week. (laughs) Hey, he voted for Ron DeSantis for governor, as a matter of fact. So now um, let me just get you uh, up to speed on some of that. Now, I've told you the scam that they're doing. It's wrong. People, there's no need to go inside. Oh, yeah, go inside, and then you can uh, drop off your mail ballot after your vote. That, that, that should not be happening. Should not be happening, as a matter of fact. So let me just check some of the, um, let's see. Kathy Gregg, head scratcher. The public count said I was 315th in the precinct. What was the protected count of 3,789? Poll workers set a projection. Whose? Why put this on a voting machine? Public count 315. Protected count 3,789. That makes no sense at all. 
There's Governor McKee teamed up with Mayor Bob De Silva to greet voters in East Providence. The energy on the trail today is amazing as he's standing there with like five people. Folks, I don't now East Providence is one of the places they push through with uh, some of the voting. You got to watch that. So President Trump voted for Governor Ron DeSantis. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, (laughs) Let me just check this. Dan McKee arrives at the polls to vote. There's Ashley, Oakland Beach Elementary. She is everywhere. Ashley Kalis, folks, gutting it out to the absolute end. So we're going to have to uh, decipher some of these numbers a little bit. So total turnout as of 12 o'clock seems higher than it did in 2018. That's interesting. So as of 12 o'clock, election day turnout, total turnout. So there's election day turnout and then there's total turnout. I obviously don't like that. Because that, I, I don't like, as I've said, I don't like anything that involves these men. Hey, there are the, um, I'm looking, there's the, the women that I interviewed with Governor McKee. There they are. I'll post this on uh, Facebook. The three women from Liberia that I interviewed, they're in the uh, photo with Governor McKee. Hello, <laughs> Where is that? Why are they voting? They just got here. Yeah, we just got off the plane from Liberia. Where's the polling place? My God. Folks, I mean, is there any end of the fraud in the goons? Wow. The goons that are voting for him. (laughs) I'll post that during the one o'clock news. The Justice Department is stationing federal election observers outside polling places, Missouri and Florida, where state officials said they blocked them from entering, saying it's inappropriate and unnecessary. Well, they sent them into Pawtucket after they saw those photos of Governor McKee instructing the people how to how to vote. And I've said I think that was unfair. He should not. A sitting governor should not be sitting over. A sitting governor should not be sitting over. Uh, an elderly person telling them, in essence, how to how to vote. I I think it's I think it's wrong. We listen. We know it's wrong, right? Of course, it's wrong. Should not be doing that in any manner. So, but there is that. That is funny. Uh, Governor McKee is then with them. Those of you who've been following, especially on Facebook, I posted those videos videos uh, of that crowd, and then there they are in their Governor McKee. Uh, shirts and interesting hairstyles and uh, but boy there they are though right they're out at the polls without question they are out at the polls folks this portion of the John DePietro show at 1253 now listen it's brought to you by Falcon Pest Services new advertiser new sponsor residential services special discount offers commercial services Falcon Pest Control, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, locally owned and operated, protect homes and businesses since 2006. If you need assistance, residential or commercial, termites, 
bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, all types of, of uh, pests, all different types, homes, multifamily, condos, apartments, single family homes, restaurants, office buildings, free estimate, Falcon Pest Control. By the way, they have a very thorough website, falconpestservice.com. Whether you're looking for a one-time treatment, monthly service, quarterly service, year-round, pest control services tailored to your needs. They offer extermination services for restaurants, office buildings, schools, hotels. When you have a pest problem, Falcon, Falcon Pest Control Services, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 739 1322 401-739-1322 for Falcon Pest Services. Folks, good afternoon on this election day. Again, we're going to be doing Facebook Live uh, late to who knows how late this is going to go. So now the total turnout is the number that you have to look at. A lot of people have, in fact, voted early. And I think that is very questionable because there's no mechanism, I don't believe, that I've seen that could prevent them from voting more than once. And and then this is where, hear me out, this is where it gets interesting because then they start the finger pointing. Nelly Gorbea says, oh, that's the Board of Elections. The Board of Elections, it becomes hot potato. Board of Elections say, oh, no, that's the Board of Canvases. Board of Canvases kicks it back to, no, that's the Secretary of State thing. She's like, no, I said it's Board of Elections. And then Board of Elections says, no, it's the Canvases. No one steps up. No one steps up and takes responsibility for how it's coming out. Nobody. So, and that is obviously problematic. But again, Ted Nisi has voter turnout, rough comparison of today versus 2022. So election day turnout as of 12 o'clock in 2018, 166,000 people turned out at 12 o'clock in person now, election day. In 2022, this year, it's 96,000. But total turnout, when they throw in stupid mail ballots... 2018 was 192. 2022 this year is 198. So about somewhere in the vicinity of 6,000 more than in 2022. So I I I don't know what to make of those numbers other than uh, this this whole thing makes me uncomfortable. When you see that crowd out there and, you know, we also, folks, remember it was the whole thing with uh, Nick Mattiello when he announced, oh, no, no, I, I won. I won with the, uh, we have 500 mail ballots. We have 500 secret mail ballots that show that, that we won that election. I mean, there, there was no one that felt good about that. I repeat, there was, there was just no one in 2016 when he said, no, 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 I, I, I won. I thought they were secret mail ballots. So, but the the red wave, it needs to happen. I like that. The CD2 is uh, putting the lie to a national popular voting talking point. Well, of course, I think so. Um, 
boy, that New Hampshire Senate race. Now, closer to home, Jennifer Rourke, who's running state Senate in Warwick. Boy, there is a real campaign to go after her. Some things were also published. Now, notice again, the media doesn't highlight because everything is, uh, you know, encouraging and everything is positive about her. But Jennifer Rourke, who she's one of the progressives, and they started going after her. They started going after her. And, um, and um, you know, just because she's a member of that co-op collaborative. But there's a mailer making the rounds in Warwick. Let me just pull it up that I saw that. Uh, let's see. Anthony DeLuca is who they're backing. And that Marie Hopkins is one to to watch but there's a mailer that is out about that Jennifer Rourke where the media did not expose the fact she's been arrested several times and and uh and there's different things about her that did not in fact so there's anyhow there are these mailers that are out out about her in in Warwick well folks right now it's 1259 now listen we have another hour to go 1259 in this election day I'm not going to tell you to vote I mean Listen, Pete, you know the drill. It's election day. If you don't vote, I don't understand people that don't vote. I don't relate to people that don't vote. It's ludicrous to me if you don't vote. So uh, the polls are open until 8 o'clock. And so you need to uh, obviously get out and vote. All right, we have another full hour to go. I'll be doing Facebook Live later. Remember, you can listen to the next hour on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. If you can't get either signal... You just log on to thepetro.com, the website, and then click Listen Live. We're going to get a, uh, let's get a news update, 1 o'clock news. Be back another full hour to go. I have plenty of sound to play, and then we'll be back on Facebook later. Folks, it's election day in the USA. WNRI, Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.